0: On this episode of the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast, you read it right. We're going to talk about how M&M would have been one fantastic outside sales rep. As always, please subscribe, download, like, share with your friends, comment, reach out to the show, suggest people we should bring on. We'd love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. Now, on with the show. Intro the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast, hosted by Mike O'Kelly, presented by Rhythm AI. The goal is to get in, dominate, then get out. Surviving Outside Sales, the show. Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. Today's episode is going to be very unique. It's another solo episode. I wanted to slide this in because it's a topic I find absolutely fascinating. Some things actually happened recently that I want to share about. But the main topic today, yes, you read the title right. Eminem would have been a fantastic outside sales rep. And I know what you're thinking. What are you talking about? Eminem, the rapper, the freestyle rapper that everybody knows and loves, platinum recording artist, very controversial artist in the music industry would have been a fantastic sales rep, outside sales rep. And the reason why is his ability to freestyle. So what does freestyling have to do with sales or outside sales? Well, the movie that the movie eight mile famously showed rap battles and what were rap battles? They were, arguments, over rap, one person raps, and then the next person counters what they're saying. Isn't that a lot like a sales call? If you get into it with a prospect or a client, what I mean getting into it, I simply mean just getting into the process. I don't mean an actual battle. (laughs) Um, Although sometimes it does feel like you are battling with your prospects. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies, as we've mentioned before. And those that are in outside sales probably are nodding their heads and kind of chuckling as I'm saying this. Sometimes it does feel like a battle. Sometimes it does feel like a war, but it's not always rainbows and butterflies. So the ability to think off of the top of the head and counter what you have just heard That is what Eminem is fantastic at. Now, famously, he was signed by Dr. Dre back in the 90s because of rap battles. It famously went, and I hope I'm remembering this correctly, but Dr. Dre found Eminem at a rap battle and was so impressed with how quickly he could take the words that his opponent said about him And flip it around and turn it into a rhyme quickly. That takes computing power. That takes processing in the mind and the brain. And that also takes repetition. Eminem just didn't walk out there. He was practicing his craft alone. And I believe a lot of the character from 8 Mile where he's writing down and and some of the songs that he's written about in the past were talking about him just jotting down rhymes and, and practicing. There's no accident the 10,000 hour rule for artists like Eminem and you think about Busta Rhymes and LL Cool J and well, I don't know if we should put LL Cool J in there. He's a, he's a pretty great hip hop guy, but I don't know if he's a, he can rap battle. I do know Busta Rhymes famously, apparently 50 Cent beat Eminem in a rap battle and that's how 50 Cent got signed. So I don't know if that's true or not. I, that might be some lore that I heard about, but the ability to... Take what somebody else is saying and flip it around. So, that is a skill in sales that is extremely difficult to master and it takes years, but it's really the key to sales. It is not just memorizing a script, memorizing a script will get you in the door, it'll start the conversation, but you can't sell on a full script. I don't believe it's possible. And trust me, I've worked for some companies that thought it was the only way to sell. It's not. You have to have the ability to go off script or off plan because that's going to happen more times than not. You are going to start off with your great opener, a great opening question, a great opening statement, a great opening correlation. And then something is going to go off track very quickly. The prospect might say something that you're not aware of, or it's a it's a uh, shot in the dark, or what's the word I'm looking for? Unexpected. All of a sudden, that script goes right out the window. And so, how do you prepare for that? Instead of just making a statement, we're going to talk about how to prepare them, how to prepare for that, and really. It is reverse engineering every little thing that you think could be a potential flaw or a reason why your prospect or client doesn't move forward with your service. Think about it. What is the what is the one or two or three possible things negative that your target can say about your product or service? And be honest with yourself. If you're starting out, Maybe you're new or your product or method is unproven. What about if it's a really established product and there's nothing new about it? And so there's common knowledge that everybody knows exactly how your product works, who it works for, and somebody's already made up their mind. How do you make that fresh? How do you make it your own? And then, what if your product just isn't that great? (laughs) Let's be honest, not every product that you're going to represent is going to be the best or the market leader. I had a conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago, and I was mentioning I've never worked for a company in the medical field that was the number one product in its field. And I wonder what that's like when you walk in the door and you can say the company's name or the product's name. And I always imagine it's like, you know, the velvet rope opens, you know, you're brought back to the VIP table and it's awesome. (laughs) I know that's probably not the case. I know that there are some reps out there that are listening that are with companies like that and have those products. And they laugh because they say it's, there's no such thing. Every product still has to sell, but I do think it, if I was in the market leader or I was with a company that was the market leader, I think it would be a little bit, a little bit easier, a little bit more access, but I digress. So there's always going to be something about your product or service that you don't necessarily prepare for. So thinking ahead is going to arm you with the ammunition to combat anything that they're going to say. And famously, it's called handling objections. Well, there's always going to be an objection. And as I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, you know, the four things you need to have a sale is efficacy, timing, budget, and trust. And so think about all of what you're operating with, whatever you're selling, and not only think about how do I get those four, but what could they say negatively about you? taking it back to the Eminem movie, the eight mile or eight mile. Yes. Just eight mile. He realized in the rap battles that everything was going to be about him being white, about him being poor, about some other things that I can't say. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about, but there's some language that I just, I don't want to get into repeating on this podcast. Not that this is for children, but uh, we'll just try to keep it you know as clean as possible. But he knew even in the third rap battle he won because he came out and he said I know everything you're going to say about it. Famously Chris Voss calls the calls this tactic an accusation audit. And if you haven't read the book Never Split the Difference Negotiate I think it's negotiate or act like your life depends on it is the subtitle but it's by Chris Voss. Order it right now. You can do it on Audible. It's a great listen on Audible if you're in the car, if you're in outside sales, or if you want to get the book. I've got both. I've got the Audible and the hard copy. I've read the hard copy and I've listened to the Audible probably about five or six times. Besides learning a lot of negotiation sales tactics, there are some great stories. He was a former FBI interrogator, one day, I'd love to have him on the show from my lips to God's ears. If anybody out there knows Chris Voss and can make that happen, I would be indebted and uh, I would I would thank you for that. But fantastic book. He calls it an accusation audit. Get everything out that, that they might say poorly about you. And so it could be, you know what? I, I realize that I'm brand new and I realize that my product is brand new to the market. I know you're probably saying to yourself, this is the most ridiculous thing. Why would I ever join a company, or why would I ever use your service if it's unproven? Come out with it in the beginning. You know they must be thinking about it. But figure out a great answer as to why. Why? What is the why? Why should they choose your product? Why should they choose your service? That's really the key to sales, is the why. So figure out the why but then also figure out what could they say about me. Surviving Outside Sales Podcast is brought to you by Rhythm AI. If you are in outside sales, check out RhythmAI.com. That's R-I-T-H-M-A-I.com. The sales enablement tool that will help outside sales teams build their best sales days every day. Rhythm. Prospecting, targeting, and routing simplified. Everything an outside sales team needs, nothing it doesn't try for $1 for the first month today that's rhythmai.com now back to the show so going back to the rapping and the ability to battle a lot of times it's not necessarily you can have the rehearsed raps but usually the best artists that do the rap battles they incorporate words phrases that are being used against them in the moment. That is what makes them win. Not just spouting off random raps that they've memorized because people will be like, that doesn't even make any sense. You know? So if they're making fun of how tall you are, how fat you are, how skinny you are, or how your clothes are messed up, you have to spin that around, use those words and throw it back at them. That's how you win in a rap battle. Well, The ability to harness that skill is how you excel in sales. And so being that takes practice. So again, the Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hour rule that takes a lot of practice. And so what I like to do that has helped me because I need all the help I can get, because I need to make sure that I've, I've practiced and I've practiced and I've practiced because You know, my mind can sometimes get scatterbrained and I can sometimes lose my focus because my mind is just running a thousand miles a minute. And so practicing helps calm my mind. And so I'll do this in the car and I don't listen. I don't listen to music in the car. I will listen to a podcast, an audible, or I listen to nothing. And when I listen to nothing, if I have a long drive, I will practice, I will rehearse a fake sales call. And if you're listening right now and you're in the car, well, thank you for listening to my podcast. But after the podcast is over, after you've downloaded all my episodes <laughs> and uh, you've listened to all of them, just keep keep the radio off. Don't call anybody. Don't talk to anybody on the phone. And practice role play with yourself, and imagine, you know, who your target is and how you'd open it. And then think to yourself, was that good? If the answer is no, then try to figure out how it can get better. We have a lot of time in the car. In my last position, I had North and South Carolina. I had a lot of windshield time, a lot of windshield time. Charleston was a very good territory for me. And so that's a three plus hour drive from Charlotte. I'd get up early in the morning. I'd leave here probably about 6 a.m. and I would get there at nine. I'd have three hours and usually I'd be drinking coffee. And that was, that was a great time for me because I really didn't want to listen to a podcast or anything in the morning. And I would kind of try to wake myself up and get my brain moving. I'm not a morning person. I can get up in the morning, but I don't really function fully till about nine o'clock in the morning. And so, but I need, I need to rev myself up. I can work all hours of the night. I'm definitely a night owl. And so in the mornings, I need to boost myself, rev myself up. Here's another tip. Figure out what you are. Are you a night owl or are you a morning person? Hopefully you're one or the other. (laughs) If you're neither, uh, I don't know what to say, (laughs) but figure out if you're a morning person, get all your stuff done in the morning. First thing, hit the ground running. I know my partner, Justin, I've had on a couple of times. He is a morning person. And so he can get, he can make sales calls at 7am and he would be as sharp as he would be at two o'clock in the afternoon. Now me, no, I can make calls at 8am, but I'm not. I'm not firing on all cylinders. My synapses are not firing 100%. I probably need another cup of coffee at that point. And so I would not try to schedule any of my most important meetings for 8 a.m. I'm great at 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. I can still do four o'clock in the afternoon. I can do a lot of work at night. In fact, right now I'm actually shooting this podcast at night after working all day, after putting the kids down. I have tons of energy. I could do this for hours. That's just how my body was. I don't know if it was because I played sports and we'd have games every night. And then I bartended for a couple years and I was up at ungodly hours or my first couple of years in sales. I partied a lot. My friends and I, we partied a lot. And so we went out, I lived in uptown Charlotte for two years and we went out four, five, sometimes six nights a week. So I'm a night owl. So figure out what fits you best? All right, a, a, enough tangents. Let's get back to Eminem. So what Eminem's skill is, really, it is having multiple rhyme schemes, multiple phrases, words, scenarios, processes that he just plugs in play. And yes, he is thinking off the top of his head, but his brain is firing very quickly, very quickly. Same thing with Busta Rhymes. You know, Fifty Cent, as I mentioned, and, and I'm not going to go down a laundry laundry list of great artists. You know, rap rap artists, but you, you get my point. They don't just memorize rhymes. There's a lot of guys that memorize rhymes, and they're hip hop guys, rappers, but they're not as successful as some of these others. So again, it goes back to, you can be successful in sales, but do you want to be one of the best? If you want to be one of the best, you have to be able to maneuver and adjust to whatever the prospect or target says. And that takes practice. So how do you set that up? Okay. I'll run you through my process. Now there's probably a lot of different ways that this could happen, but my process is, First of all, you have to have the technical competence. You have to know what you're talking about. You have So pretend like you get five minutes. Okay, you get five minutes to tell your product and only five minutes. You want to be short, sure succinct, to the point, but you also want to give enough information and flush out any key ideas that they need to have in order to make a decision. After that, you pare it down three minutes and then you pare it down to two. And then you pare it down to a minute. Now I will tell you, I am not good at paring it down to 30 seconds. I need at least a minute. You know, funny enough, it's, you know, the industry that I went into for a period of time was pharmaceutical sales, where a lot of the sales calls were 30 seconds in a hallway. I was not good at that. And I'm going to be honest. I was better at lunches and I was better at meetings and conferences where I could engage. But 30 seconds, I, I just did not feel as if I could get my messaging out I felt like it was just rehearsing. It was like a robot, and it needs to be authentic. And so that's another thing too. You just don't want to have a bunch of lines memorized. You want to understand different flows. So imagine, imagine you're looking from a tree down. Okay, obviously the tree it grows tall. Underneath the ground there is an, an intricate root system. Okay, that root system. Is different avenues that you can take the sales conversation. You need to understand if you are starting to go down one route and your prospect jumps and talks about a different topic, you have to be able to roll with the punches and not just try to steer everything back to that first thing you were talking about. So you have to understand that you might be talking about X. If they bring up Y, you have to talk about Y. Like I said before, it would make no sense in a rap battle if you know, somebody is talking about how ugly I looked, and then I start talking about their mom, and I don't talk about their looks. It would kind of just be, they kind of look at you all weird. It's the same thing with the prospects. And that's probably a very terrible, terrible analogy or a reference. <laughs> I'm thinking off the top of my head, and I'm not a rap. Just so you guys know out there, I'm not a rap battle. I'm not a rap artist. so. I know you're very disappointed to hear that, but no, I'm not in the car. I'm, I'm pretty good. Like everybody else, I'm pretty tough, but I think it's kind of like those people that can sing in the shower and then they can't sing anywhere else. That's me. I can rap in the car, but I, I, that's pretty much it. So you have to have the ability to very calmly, as if nothing is happening, they say something that throws you off of what you're talking about. And you have to be able to, in your mind, pivot to the previous topic. And then come back to your master plan. Because when you walk into a sales call, you have a plan. And then your prospect or your target might say something that gets you off of that. Think like Eminem. Repeat what they say and focus on what they say. Early in my career, some of the companies that I worked for, but I was very focused on just repeating and regurgitating the lines. So I'd ask managers, I'm like, all right, what's the five things that I need to tell them every single sales call and just be consistent with that messaging. And then I realized that some of that messaging didn't resonate with some of my prospects. It wasn't until, again, I started asking questions, did I start finding out what was important to them? And so you have to have a comprehensive technical competence of multiple areas and facets and topics within your product or service you have to understand where would they go and pick apart your product or service if you were think about if you were a competitor how would you go after your business if you were trying to go after your product as a competitor what would you say about it how would you influence the person to go away from your product or service fortify that as a strength with a great response and practice it, practice it, practice it. So pretend as if you're in a rap battle and just practice over and over and over again. So that is the lesson that Eminem gives us. I think Eminem, well, I don't know. I don't know the dude, but I think he would have been a fantastic outside sales rep, just from from frankly being able to think off the top of his head. And and a lot of the best salespeople that I know, they do have that ability. By the way, they have that ability to you throw them a curveball, and they just without missing a beat, they can keep going and keep going and keep going. And don't worry if you're starting out in sales and you get kind of frozen, kind of like how Eminem's character did in the first scenes of the rap battle where you freeze or they say it's choking. Don't worry. It happens to everyone. It's part of the process. What you do, you dust yourself off and you try again. You just keep going. You keep getting after it. You have to be persistent. Failure is part of the job. You're going to have people that are going to talk poorly. You're going to have people that are going to be negative. Just got to be Teflon and knock it off. Let it bounce off of you. You dust yourself off and you go after it again. Dust yourself off, go after it again. Rinse and repeat. And then after a while, it just reflects right off of you and you don't even think about it. So. I hope that this has helped be like Eminem, prepare for whatever your prospect is going to say about you or your product, and then have strong answers ready for them. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. As always, I'd love for you to subscribe, download, like, comment, share with your friends. And please, 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 I've gotten a lot of referrals and they have all been fantastic. If there's any single person that you believe should be on the show, I'd love to talk to them. So please reach out to me. My email is mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. Again, that's mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.